Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Hello and welcome back to the Space News Podcast. My name is Will. Welcome back, Space Cadets. I'm a little bit under the weather. I'm a little bit raspy, but I'm going to get through this because I think everybody needs to know about the European Space Agency and how they plan to start mining for natural resources on the moon. But before I get into that, I want to say thank you to everybody. Thank you for everybody who's been supporting this podcast since day one. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for taking the time out of your day and giving me a rating on iTunes and um, any other place that you listen to your podcast. So thank you so much for all of your help. This is episode 101. 101, everybody. That's insane. Thank you so much for all the support. Now, let's get back to the ESA and their plans to start mining for natural resources on the lunar surface. They plan to start mining for water and oxygen on the moon by 2025. Within the next six years, the European Space Agency is going to be mining for water and oxygen on the lunar surface. Let that sink in for a second. Water and oxygen on the moon. They're going to be mining for it. And they signed a one-year contract with a group called Arian Group to study and prepare for a mission to go to the moon with the aim of mining regolith. A regolith is an ore for which it is possible to extract water and oxygen, thus enabling an independent human presence on the moon to be envisioned capable of producing the fuel needed for more distant exploratory missions. And in order to carry out this study, Arian Group with Arian Space joins forces with German startup PT Scientists, which will provide the Lunar Lander and a Belgium SME space application services, which will provide the ground control facilities, the communications and the associated service operations. And they want to keep this all in Europe. So this innovative consortium could provide services for the entire mission from launch to moon transfer to moon landing and a communication on the moon surface of the payloads needed for the mission. So they'll be using an Ariane 64, which is a four booster version of the Ariane 6, which would enable the European mission to carry the equipment needed for the moon landing and to mark the 50th anniversary of man's first steps on the moon, Ariane Group will be one of the partners in the moon, a journey from the real to the imaginary exhibit at the Grand Palais in Paris. So David Parker, who's the ESA Director of Human and Robotic Exploration, said in a statement, 
that the use of space resources could be a key to sustainable lunar exploration. And he also said this study is a part of ESA's comprehensive plan to make Europe a partner in global exploration in the next decade. So these guys, the ESA, they're putting a rover on the moon. They're putting um, robots on the moon, basically, um, and eventually humans on the moon because they think it's important for the future, which I agree with. So this press release was really quick. It was only a couple paragraphs long. So we know what we know, and we are really pumped about where this could be going. There's a new space race heating up, and the ESA wants to be part of it. And there are some technical challenges to overcome. Um, are they going to send a lander first with a little shovel? Basically, there's a Reddit user. Let's see. Well, let me pull this up real quick. There's a Reddit user, uh, Hominoid in NGC4594, who said six years from now, not so much. It has taken James Cameron over 10 years to make Avatar 2. <laughs> People are all like, we will be mining the moon and Mars on an industrial scale in 10 years. Not going to happen. They might be in the process of building a probe with a small lander to send to the moon. It has a little shovel on it. I guess you could call that mining. So he has a point. You know, this person has a point. Rocketry's hard. Landing on the moon is even harder. And on top of that, putting a robot on the moon is very hard. But then mining the moon with said robot is the hardest thing of all of those things to get right. I mean, we just grew plants on the moon a couple days ago. So who's to say that we can't put a drill on a big space car and send it to the moon? We did it on Mars. We have laser cars on Mars. We have a car on Mars right now that shoots lasers at rocks and does science on them. So why can't we build something that could literally drill into the ground, shovel it out, extract it? Um, because we've been doing that forever on um, on the Earth. So it's possible. The technology is already there. We just have to adapt it to space. So engineering's hard. Science is hard. Rocketry's really hard. It's possible. I have my doubts. I have my childlike wonder that this is going to be an amazing future that we have in front of us because of this kind of technology. And this kind of science and this kind of study is a stepping stone. This doesn't have to be a giant mining rig on the moon. This can be a rover with, um, you know, like the user on Reddit said, a couple shovels or something that dig some, some regolith up and we mine it for oxygen and water. So I'm hopefully optimistic and I, I really want it to work. And I'm also optimistic that we're going to do episode 102 tomorrow because my voice is going to clear up by then. So I'm going to cut it kind of short today. And I'm going to say thank you for everybody who's listened to the podcast forever. Thank you for the first 100 episodes. I really do appreciate it. Without you, this wouldn't have been possible. So thank you so much for the ratings on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Play. Thank you for just subscribing to the podcast. You are amazing. I can't thank you enough. And this has been the Space News Podcast. And my name is Will. And I will see you soon, my space cadets. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Okay, so why do people love my Total Body Bar workouts? Because they work. My clients get an amazing workout and great results. 
I'm Andrea Rogers, professional dancer and trainer, and my Extend Bar classes are fun, only 30 minutes, and proven to help you get sculpted, lean, and strong. And right now, you can stream my Extend Bar classes for free on the Beachbody On Demand app. See how effective these workouts truly are. Start for free today at Beachbody.com.